Thank you so much, Allie. Still at home. I think this is my third visit. So I guess you kind of like me. Yay! <clears throat> We're going to spend some time talking about lament. Lament as protest. Lament. How do you find gratitude and how do you go from deepest despair to unspeakable joy? so hard oh Lord trouble so hard don't nobody know my trouble but God don't nobody know my trouble but God oh Trouble so hard, oh Lord, trouble so hard, don't nobody know my trouble but God, don't nobody know my troubles but You're, you're very kind. Thank you. Thank you. The African-American spirituals were the quest for freedom, and the blues were the burden of the so-called freedom for the enslaved Africans in America. Grief, sadness, abandonment, loneliness, pain, and suffering were the solemn reality of life. But out of this terrible time in American history, God does what he always does. He gave beauty in the midst of despair. And that beauty was given in the form and the genre of the blues. The blues gives us a place to purge our sorrows, to reflect, to be honest, and share about this burden and the sorrow of humanity. Lament surrounds us and informs us about the depths and despair of what it means to be human. Lament is seen, it's heard, and lament fills our space. To cry is to be human. When we name our sorrow, when we name our pain, we acknowledge our own brokenness because lament is an expression of sorrow, but it is also a form of prayer. How long, oh Lord, how long, oh Lord, will you forget me? Will you forever hide your face from me? Psalms 13.1. You can bring all your anger, all your grief, all your sorrow, all your rage, all of it 
unrestricted. Why? Because Jesus can bear it. How can we see in darkness? How can we listen in darkness? Are you seen in darkness? Are you seen and heard in the midst of the darkness of your life? Let me read a, a beautiful blues song. And it's beautiful because it tells the truth. Why did I not die at birth? Come out from the womb and expire. Why did the knees receive me? Or why the breast that I should nurse? For then I would have lain down and been quiet. I would have slept. Then I would have been at rest. Let the day perish on which I was born. Let gloom and deep darkness claim it. Let clouds dwell upon it. Let the darkness of the day terrify it. These are lyrics composed and sung by one of the greatest blues singers of the Bible. The third chapter of the book of Job, found amongst with theologian and jazz pianist William Edgar, calls the use the blues books of the Bible. And we know Brother Job had, sure enough, had blues. But Job's sacred words sing truthfully about the depth of his reality. And that, my dear ones, is the purest form of the blues. I don't know. I don't know if you can manually change it. Okay, next slide, sorry. Oh, one back, my, my dear. One back. Yeah. Lament can be brutal. Throughout the Bible, there are images of lament and grief. Ecclesiastes 3.4 tells us about the art of lament. There is a time to mourn. Lament takes the time to emotionally recognize the utter brokenness of our souls. Lament gives voice to grief. The book of Psalms has many examples. I am weary with my crying, says the psalmist. My throat is parched. My tears have been my food day and night. And the language is even more vivid in Psalms 22, where the psalmist says, I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. In the midst of our lament, by God's grace, our faith can and it must endure. Prayerfully, our grief will not destroy our faith in God. Rather, our faith incorporates our grief. Grief gives voice to that incorporation. Next slide, please. In ancient times, when a neighbor or friend or family member was mourning, one would sit with the person and cry with them, and they would bring with them a bottle, and they would collect their tears in a bottle, go back to their own tent, and during the days and weeks and months ahead, the bottle of tears would serve as a reminder to pray, weep, and support the person experiencing the blues. But one does not have to be alone in our garden of our blues. God looks at our tears with tenderness, and he treasures them, and we know he holds them dear. Next slide. 
the greatest gift shown in the Bible and shown to the whole world, delivers the greatest blues line uttered from the world's greatest blues singer. And let me be very clear, I love Ma Rainey and I love Bessie Smith, two of the world's greatest blues singers, but with all of their massive, beautiful, stunningly fantastic musical gifts, they are not the greatest blues singer. The greatest blues singer sang the greatest blues line, and it was Jesus himself on the cross who delivered the ultimate blues line ever uttered, moaned, cried, and sung, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus embraces the tensions, he embraces the pain, and he embraces the grief. But why does God allow suffering? Why do we have so much pain and sorrow and loss? There are no ifs, my dear ones. You will suffer. You will have to endure loss and grief. And if you haven't already, sad to say it's coming. We will see the darkness approach and we will have to face the pain. We will have to endure the pain. We have to endure the moans. And yes, whether you're a singer or not, you will sing the blues. Lament, grief, suffering, regret, pain are all part of what it seems to be deeply and utterly human. Lament can comfort, con lament can confront us and in some cases even provokes us to try and embrace God and to embrace his promises. The North African theologian, philosopher, St. Augustine, that's the way I like to pronounce his name, stated, it is better that the human heart should feel grief and be cured of it than by not feeling any grief to become inhumane. Before Jesus' crucifixion, we find Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Next slide. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus shows us his true humanity. He shows us what struggle looks and feels like. He prays, he cries the blues, he moans the blues. He becomes the blues. He honors the struggle and us by allowing us to see his tensions. Jesus, the beautiful one, is also a man of sorrows who's acquainted with grief. Jesus is singing what W.E.B. Du Bois in Souls of Black Folks calls the sorrow song. But Jesus embraces these tensions. He embraces the pain, the grief, and he prays. He knows about loss. He knows about abandonment. Right there in the garden, Jesus experiences abandonment. The same three disciples who witnessed the glorious scene on the Mount of Transfiguration were the same three who fell asleep and abandoned him in his time of need. Jesus is alone and he's preparing to drink of the bitter cup of suffering. He's abandoned and he embarks on the greatest sacrifice this world has ever known. And it's in that moment that Jesus gives us another gift, a real lesson in the area of struggle. He shows us his vulnerability. Oh, that's my ESPN alert. The Eagles are playing Vikings. Um, anyway, he shows us his vulnerability through his transparency. 
we ask a familiar question to most of us. Can this cup pass? Next slide. All right, I'm going to show my age. I grew up during Rambo. Does anybody know who Rambo is? Oh, you do. All right, it's not, not that advanced in years yet. Close. So I grew up in Rambo, and I didn't. I'm a pastor's kid, married to one. Um, I did not know. I didn't like Holy Thursday. It was like Jesus is crying. He's weeping. And I'm like, I, like you're God. Get up there. Throne, take the throne, the king, and take rule over it. I just didn't like it. I mean, at part, I was like, Peter's more gangster than you right now. He's slicing off ears and doing what needs to be done. But I didn't really understand what was going on until I really got a little older and understood the powerful gift he gives us. What is the root of his question? Can this cup pass? What do you mean? You said, I'll go down and die. It's game day. All right, I'm going to use another Eagles thing. When we were at the, not the past championship, but before, our quarterback, which will go unnamed, was on the sideline laughing, joking. T.O. was on the side like this. And I was like, it's game day. I want to see a quarterback like this. Bring it. And they lost. They lost. And that's how I felt about Jesus. I wanted to bring it. And he didn't. And this is what he said he would do. The God of the universe struggling to accomplish with love. That which he greatly desires. Why show us the struggle? Because he wants us to know his beauty and humanity by doing so. And by doing so, he identifies in our struggle. My dear ones, it is through asking and surviving the questions of why that we grow to understand the deep connection of sorrow and joy. It's in facing our shadows and continuing to struggle that our faith is strengthened. Jesus asked the question, and he knew the answer, but he still asked, and I love that he did. When your faith is tested and strengthened, you can fully embrace and know that God is here for us. Jesus, the beautiful one, became the curse for us, and his strong cries and tears were heard and seen by his father. He drank of the bitterest cup from his father's hand, and he relinquished, saying, not my will but thine be done. Did God answer his son's prayer? He sent a comforter, but he still had to go to the cross. Next slide. The greatest police thing in the world sees your tears. He hears your cries. He knows your pain. This is what Ma Rainey said. They, talking about blues music, they hear it come out, but they don't know how it got there. They don't understand that life's way of talking. You don't sing to feel better. You sing because that's the way of understanding life. The blues sung mournfully in the garden teaches us through the horror of the darkest night in your life, in the midst of the shadow of death even, there is light ever present. Lament matters. Don't toss it aside. Don't walk towards skipping down the lane when inside you are crying and moaning. Lament shapes us. It reshapes us. It changes us. We can sigh in our lament over all our vulnerabilities, all our sickness, and even death. 
Because a lament is an acknowledgement and an act of resistance to the darkness and brokenness of the world. Lament is an acknowledgement and can be that resistance. Nietzsche said, I would only believe in a God who could dance. I thought about that for a long time. I said, what can I believe about a God, the God I serve? For me, I could not, I cannot, and I will not believe in a God who has not suffered, who has not gone before us, who is unwilling to walk that road of suffering alongside with me. I read this on social media. Do not doubt for a minute that the darkness is any less lethal and potent and powerful as it seems. And do not doubt for a minute that the light is stronger. If we embrace this light, life and light, we have to endure what this life can bring. God's word teaches us that if we embrace Christ and his cross, we must also embrace what that cross represents and brings. He tells us to take up our cross and follow him. And that means you have to drink of the cup of sorrow, of lament, of sadness. As the saying goes, you cannot have the joy of Resurrection Sunday without the darkness and the pain of Good Friday. And yes, your father will bring you and send a comforter in the garden of your blues. Next slide. The beautiful one who endured the pain and darkness of Good Friday is the one who helps you to experience the beauty of resurrection. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning light. And as the old gospel song says, I'm so glad trouble don't last always. Whether entrenched in the darkest gloom and despair, Jesus is with you. Whether you surrounded with suffering and pain, Jesus is with you. Whether walking the road of loneliness, Jesus is with you. The same Jesus who sung the greatest blues line and is the greatest blues singer is the same one that Zephaniah tells us sings over us with joy. I'm not talking about happiness dependent on circumstance. I'm talking about joy regardless of the circumstance. Choosing joy in the midst of sorrow is an act of righteous resistance, a creative disruption, an artistic rebellion, and it comes with risk. Next slide. God is working behind the scenes, I promise you, more importantly, God promised you, in invisible ways, in ways that you can't see. Lament is a form of protest and enables us to name what is tragic, what is unjust. Next slide. The man of sorrow, the first and greatest musician, never stops singing over you with joy. My beautiful ones, what am I saying? Hope in Jesus. Hope in Jesus in the midst of your lament, in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of tension. Walk towards joy, even while tears are streaming down your face. Hope in Jesus. 